So we're keeping uh, our Harvest Festival this weekend, um, and it's an important moment for us as a parish to reflect on at least two things and to do so um, together. One is our need to give thanks to God. So in bringing the fruits of the harvest, we're aware of the good things uh, that God provides for us. And we'll be thanking God in the prayers in this Mass. It's also a moment for us to remember our need to be generous to others, to be giving of the good things that we have received. Um, And our readings, as we've just heard, have a powerful, if not um, even frightening, warning to us in that regard. And we'll also have our appeal at the end of the Mass to tap into that. Now, the thing about bringing the fruits of the harvest to God in worship, and this is a biblical practice. Um, And I want to reflect with you on the significance of that um, as a model for everything in our life. So we read in the Bible about how it was the practice to bring the first fruits of the harvest to God. So Moses told the people, as you harvest your crops... Bring the very best of the first harvest to the house of the Lord your God. And King Solomon similarly said, Honour the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and all your vats will brim over with new wine. So the first fruits. The produce of the harvest comes in waves through the summer. And the first fruits of the harvest, the Bible says, were to be brought to God. And bringing the first fruits, on one hand, is a way of showing that God comes first. You know, the first commandment, first and greatest commandment, the Lord Jesus said, to love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind and soul. So bringing the first fruits of harvest to him first expresses that. It's also a way of trusting in God. If you bring him the first fruits of the harvest, then you're trusting that there will be other fruits later. But for us as a model for our giving, let me make a contrast with... um, the typical pattern we find in our society today. So how so often do charities collect? Well, we'll see them with a collection box or with a bucket, and they'll be um, shaking it outside the supermarket, say. And the expectation is that we'll give our, our loose change, we'll give the bits that we have left over to charity. Now, that's the very opposite of the biblical pattern. The biblical pattern where the first fruits are being given and it's only the remainder that you have for the running of your household. So if we make the biblical pattern our pattern, then we wouldn't be giving our leftover bits at the end, but rather giving to God the best, the first, of all the things he's given us, our our time, our effort, and our money, and to figure out how we're going to run our life, our household, on what's left afterwards. 
So imagine many of you know what Cardinal Hume said in this regard. Cardinal Hume suggested for those who have a weekly salary that they take the wages of the first hours of the week and give those to God with the rest left for your household. I know many of us already have this as our practice and thinking of charity baskets, it's obviously good to give leftovers to charity as well. But this annual focus on the harvest and of our giving thanks to God for the harvest and of the first fruits offering is a good moment for us to ask ourselves, in what stage in my personal planning, in my household planning, at what stage do I decide how much I'm going to give away? Do I wait to the end until it's really just the leftovers? Or do I, at the very beginning, the first fruits, plan what I'm going to give? What percentage of my income this year I'm going to give? And what's left uh, used for my, myself and my household? And the giving I'm talking about here, obviously, isn't just about Money. It's about everything that we give in life, everything that we receive, our, our talents, our energies, all the things that we can give to aid others. So that our giving is, in one sense, it does include the money that we give to God in terms of giving in church, but it's also all that other giving, whether money to charity or our generosity in all its forms. So a final thought. Sometimes we can be afraid to give because we're afraid of where that will leave us. Well, the Bible tells us very emphatically that God will not be outdone in generosity. That no matter how generous we are to God, he will be even more generous back to us. He doesn't tell us what form necessarily that generosity will take but the Lord loves a cheerful giver and the Lord you know St. Paul puts it thin sowing means thin reaping the Lord loves a generous giver and there's a reason why the stereotype of a miser is of somebody closed in and miserable whereas the stereotype of the giver of someone light-hearted, not weighed down, and of a cheerful disposition. So today, as we think of the fruits of the harvest, as we give thanks to God for what we have, let's also use it as a moment to renew our dedication, not just to thank him for it, but to be generous with it.